saying, like we said, we'll start here. What'd you make uh, before we get to Ja, the ejections at the end? What'd you make mm -hmm. of the, the loss to the Timberwolves? Which, which saying, by the way, and I, you know, we've been keeping track mm -hmm. that that loss dropped the Grizzlies to three and six now without Desmond Bain. We said he was going to be hard to replace, and he and he yeah. had shown to be. Just what'd you what'd you make of the loss? Saying is that just one you chalk up to? Hey, you're on the road. You're gonna lose some of these, or did you take more from it? I think three things happened. You hit on you hit on two of them. Um, you talked about how was it a case of them kicking it a little bit too hard in New York? I think they had like two two nights. They spent an extra night in New York or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they had something to do with it. You got a bunch of young rich millionaires fresh off a win in New York City. Uh, they hung. I'm sure they hung out and did their thing. But they're professionals. They're adults. We still call them kids, and we look at them as young players. But, you know, that shouldn't really be a factor. But I'm, it, it seems like it probably did. There's been a lot of people talking about that um, today. Um, also, something that could factor in, like you said, is this team may be a little better with just one center. Who would have thought it, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> the way people were talking this summer? Uh, but, yeah, they seem like they may be a better team um, with, without – without he was just playing one cent i'm not gonna say minus towns but I sure think playing one yeah. one right. big works better for them and it also established a pecking order where anthony edwards was clearly that dude uh, i think a lot of with this like we talked about a few weeks ago when we beat these guys a lot of their demise comes from no clear pecking order i think anthony edwards is the best player on that team i think he's one of, he's one of the better young players in the league and when you start talking about guys that are the future of the league i don't think enough attention goes to anthony edwards who i think is an incredible player um, so I think that factor, and sometimes you just get your ass whooped. You know what I mean? Sometimes a team that wants to beat you, beat you, kicks you in the mouth. And I think we saw that last night as well. Um, we were very uh, celebratory. That game that was, you know, a week or so ago here in Memphis was a big game to our team. You could tell it meant something. Job was extra chit chatty that game. Uh, you know, he was basically telling Carl Anthony Towns get the, get out, get out, get out of here when he fouled out. When he got the early fouls in the first half, and when he ultimately fouled out in the second half, you know, Ja was very uh, 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 loud about you know what he had to say about that. Um, so I think, like I said, man, sometimes you know this is what this is what a rivalry game looks like, and 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 we'll talk about that at some point as well. Uh, this this is the Grizzlies rivalry to me. There are other teams that like you know your Dallas's. Um, you know, I, I don't like the Pelicans. I don't like the Hawks. Those are the two teams that I that I really want to get a rivalry started with. Of course, you got the Warriors. You know, the Sun, the the, the uh, Christmas Day game. But mm -hmm. this is the rivalry to me. This Minnesota one is mutual. It's some it's some fuck y'all going on on both sides, man. And, and I think we saw that last night. But we'll talk about that more as the night goes on. Um, I'm not really gonna stress too much about the loss. Like I said, man, you're gonna lose some games. You're going to show some immaturity, which we saw a lot of uh, yesterday. But uh, I can't, like I said, three and six without Desmond Bain. When this team's full strength, I'm still confident that they'll be, they'll be all right. They'll be good. But, uh, I'm, I'm with you 100%. percent We'll go back to something you, you're talking about on Anthony Edwards. You know, he added five steals and three blocks in that game. Mm -hmm. And and the blocks reminded me, you know, he got jaw on one coming late on a, mm -hmm. on a layup attempt. Got him, got Brandon Clark. But, but the team... Fed off one, one of them turned into a transition bucket. He dunked on the other end. And it's like the um Chris Finch said afterwards, when he's playing at that kind of level, they feed off him, saying, I don't I, I don't think they've done a good job of figuring no. that out until no. now. You know, no. uh uh Carl uh, Anthony Towns questioned 
you know, Anthony, the shape Anthony Edwards was in at the beginning, you know, been eating too much Popeyes, you know, that was public mm-hmm. and everything else. And they've mm-hmm. almost made him early on some of their early season struggles. Like they've tried to make Anthony Edwards and his, his shape, mm-hmm. the, the scapegoat. You, you see where I'm going with this. Right. I think they have done a piss poor job of putting him in a position to be the face of that franchise. I, I don't, yeah. first off, I don't know if they realize it to your point that he should be that he's the best player on that team. But I, I made this point today with, with, with John on our show that, like the Grizzlies, when they had Jay Crowder and guys like that around John Moran, even Kyle Anderson to an extent uh, mm-hmm. of the last couple of years, yeah. they've had those vets and the right guys to empower the alpha dog in the room to say, man, go the take the alpha dog. Yeah. You yeah. go be at the top of this pecking order. Uh-huh. You watch the Timberwolves with Carl Anthony Towns in there. Him and, him and Kyle are arguing at the, at the free throw line underneath the basket about defensive assignments. It's, a, it's like when – when Carl is in there, back to your point, whether it's him or, or another center, whatever it is, it's like they don't know who the leader is. When he's out last night, they had to feed off Anthony Edwards. I don't. It, it's almost a travesty that they haven't figured that out to this point in that young man's career. And you see, a, you see in him, he's worth it. Like you see the extra effort now on the defensive end. You see him understanding, man, I lift dudes. They feed off me. And that's powerful, bro. And the Grizzlies, see mm-hmm. that? That's that's the fortunate thing about the the situation we're sitting in is that they've you know you've got that guy it's an organization to realize it but man they've set they've almost set themselves back and then you double down making a trade to go get another center man it's as simple as basketball simple game you got two centers in that lane clogging it up for Anthony Edwards so um to your point on Anthony man it's a, it's probably a good thing for the Grizzlies at this point that they hadn't figured it out hell they might have lost that first round series last year yeah. if Minnesota was a little bit further along. But I'm with you, man. I think there's a mutual respect between Anthony Edwards and John Morant. You saw him when he was ejected. First thing he did was go over there and dap up Anthony before he got out of there. Yeah, different. But there, but there's also I'm with you. If Minnesota ever gets it figured out, and maybe maybe nights like last night will get to it. This time they're without Carl Anthony Towns. You got a real rivalry on your hands because they got to keep up their end of it. Saying I'm with you. This can be the rivalry of the future. But they would have to keep up their end of it and understand that Anthony Edwards is the face of yeah. that franchise, man. They need we to, don't... whether it's Towns or Gobert, they gotta they gotta fix that, right? Or or uh, D'Angelo Russell, like you know, we talked or about D'Angelo. To yeah. your, we talked He's, about you, right? We talked about if, if you're a point guard, your point guard either has to be the man or establish who the man is. That's right. Either one, you know what I mean? So we we talked about that a few weeks ago. Uh, back on Anthony Edwards, you know, we're we're older guys. We're in our forties. Uh, back in our heyday of watching basketball uh, when we were young men in our early 20s, high school age or whatever, if Anthony Edwards played basketball in another era, we'll be hearing baby Jordan all over the place. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. we, we live in a, a, a time where I saw basketball is kind of a thing in the past. But you're talking about a guy who's six foot six, can dribble pass and shoot, super athletic. Yep. Come on, man. Like he's. If you've got a guy like that on your team and you're not trying to build around him, you know, I don't know what to tell you. It, but it, it's hard to criticize Minnesota after coming off a, a win like they did against us. Uh, like I said, I, I had I questioned the stuff they did this summer, um, you know, getting Gobert and, and getting, kind of gutting a lot of the role players, a lot of their DNA they got rid of. Um, but I will say this, segueing over to what we said about the whole rivalry thing. With – Right now, a lot of Grizzly fans feel away towards Warriors fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But and I think because of that, we made it a huge rivalry because on social media, for sure, like their fans are weirdos, man. Like, you know, they come looking for you, whatever. But here's the thing. 
the Warriors players, because I know there was a whole living rent-free in, in their heads, all that type of stuff. I think they kind of look at the Grizzlies like whether it's valid or not. I think it's totally invalid the way that they look at us. I think it's totally wrong. But they don't think we're on their level. You know what I mean? Like, that's just that's, that's point blank, period. Like, Draymond, Clay, Steph, they, they think we're some annoying kids who, like, okay, man, go win a championship, and then then you can be our rival. You know what I mean? I mean, are they wrong, say? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, I don't, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's not a real, it's a real rivalry because it's, I mean, it kind of is what it is. But this Minnesota shit, though, like, that's a whole nother thing, man, because them dudes, it's both of them are like, nah, we, you know, we next. Right. You know, nah, we next. Well, we now then. Okay, well, now nah, we now. You know what I mean? So it's like those, you got guys like Carl Anthony Towns who's still in his 20s. You've got Anthony Edwards there. You've got D'Lo who's still a fairly young guy. John Morant, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr. Guys around the same age. Chris Finch, uh, Taylor Jenkins, two guys who really started coaching around the same time. Finch was interviewed by us, I believe. He was one of the, you know, the top candidates to get this job. And it's just a natural rivalry. You had to you had the playoffs or whatever. And it was a different type of thing, man, because Minnesota feels like they should have beat us. They look at us like we look at Golden State. But right. the, the, both teams kind of on that same type of level. In a couple of years, man, this Golden State rivalry is going to be dead. Them dudes going to be out of the league. Like, nobody, nobody feeding with Jordan Poole and James Wiseman and no shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh uh, Moses Moody and nobody like you know ain't nobody beefing with them dudes you know what I mean so that 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 Golden State thing has probably got two or three more years of that you know what I mean yeah. I think it's I'm not gonna say it's not a robbery but this Minnesota one man it's I think this is the one that it was really gonna be something we'll see you know six seven eight nine years down the line I, I'm just curious saying because I'm with you on Minnesota being the being the one that looks like it could really be one for the next you know six seven eight years yeah. what about Dallas. What about what what about Dallas and its potential as a as a Grizzlies rival? You, I think you did it on purpose, man. You know, you know, Luca triggers me all together, man. You know, mm-hmm. ever since pre-draft, the whole Luca situation triggers me. That's a whole double are, are they, part of the subject, though. Are they but too far back right now, roster wise, nah, for you nah. to consider, right? Or or and the fact that they've had the Grizzlies number, right? And and that one lines up too because of Luca and Ja. That for the next few years it could be. Yeah, um, that Dallas team is hard to deal with. Um, they kind of represent two different um, – because I, I I had a debate with this guy one time. He asked me, would I rather have Luka or would I rather have Ja on this team? And I was Ooh. like, man, I'd rather have Ja 20 times out of 20. And he kind of tried to ridicule me and, like, come at me on Twitter about it. And once he called into the radio show about it. And I'm like, man – Ja fits the culture of this city. Like Ja is a Memphian, you know what I mean? Like, right. if if we got Luca on this team, the national media would not let him be here. You know what I mean? They they would be trying to get Luca the hell out of Memphis, you know, day one. And I think that uh, you would be you would be counting down the days until Luca's gone. I think everything on TV would be, you know, where's Luca's next stop? As if you don't still play for the Grizzlies. And I think that um, that kind of bleeds over. And like their fans. Uh, Mavericks fans, you know, they say they say and do some things that have a different type of bravado to them, so to speak, or a different type of weight. And uh, it just kind of, you know, there's a racial element to it. You know, but you 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 get little trigger words like uh, Josh, just an athlete. You know, he's you know he's he's a highlight player and all these type of things, as if he's not one of the better point guards in the league. You know what I mean? So um, that 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 kind of stuff triggers me. With 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 Luca fans and Dallas fans, 
Um, the the Pelicans thing, I, I think you're kind of seeing because that that last couple of games we had with them has kind of had a little edge to them. You can mm-hmm. kind of feel some of the hostility, especially when it feels like the Pelicans are building a team just to be just to match up against us. It seems like that's almost what they're doing, especially when you go get guys like CJ McCollum and you know these type of guys. Um, the Atlanta thing with Trey Young, John and Trey really haven't played against each other uh, a lot. They've missed a lot of those one-on-one matchups over the years. I think that's one that's going to boil over because of the the the, the two top point guards and and John Moran and Trey Young and their fan base is going against each other because oh how dare you tell a, a Hawks fan that John's passed Trey as far as like who's the better point right. guard? They lose their mind. Um, but those are the ones. Those feel like the ones to me. Who who do we say? Dallas, uh, New Orleans, Atlanta, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, the Warriors, of course. I feel like I'm leaving somebody out. That, that Suns thing feel like it could get ugly too, man. Because uh, Chris Paul's days there, Chris Paul didn't even play much this season for them. But that that feels like, especially with Booker and Ja, you know, both being, you know, I can see a battle for b- b- between us and them too. But but that Minnesota joint though, man, I'm telling you, that's the one that's got that's got some Bulls Pistons type thing to it. You know what I mean? That, that's the one I see for sure. Hey, but before we move on to to John and, and and what happened toward the end of that game with the ejection, you know, back real quick on on that game and 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 more of a, a kind of mm-hmm. a look at all season. But the Grizzlies have struggled at the free throw line, and in that yeah. game, you go eighteen of thirty, and John ja Morant uh, six of eleven. You know, his numbers a little bit down, but as a team, they're down. They're way down. Stephen Adams, when he goes up there, you're almost holding your head. We talked about. You know, the inability to play him in late game situations at times mm-hmm. because shooting what 23, 25 percent from the free throw line. How, how has has it become a point where it is a concern to you? Is it is it a deal where, you know, like we do in Memphis? Hey, man, yeah, that goes for the college team all the way to the Grizzlies where you don't worry about it until, you know, playoffs, whatever. It it, it has gotten to a point now. Tyus is down. Uh, uh, Jod down. Stephen Adams. Uh, it, it, is it a concern for you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, missing free throws, you know, that's that's a big deal. And we've seen the games detail, like, right? Yeah, it's a yeah, small thing. The points, you know what I mean? <laughs> is that like that? Like those points don't count. So uh, it's kind of troublesome for sure. I think one thing. One thing about us, it kind of speaks to the level of sometimes our team can be so confident that we lose focus, and I think it's it's all just part of that package, man. Like they're. Um, they talk That's so much. what last night was going to be talking about those yeah. extra couple nights in New York. Yeah, uh, they, talk, they, they talk so much. They're so confident in themselves that sometimes it can just cause them to be unfocused, man. Um, it's kind of hard to um, kind of diagnose what a problem is with free throw shooting. No, nah, it'd, it'd be nice for them to get that back by the horns, you know. Yeah, it's just bearing yeah. down. From a constant, uh, from right. a concentration standpoint, I know that's not something. That's not something that they, you really just spend time on in practice. Is like, let's get free throw shots. Up. I mean, they do the whole free throw shooting, you know, tournament or whatever. But um, that's something guys have to do. They got to get in the lab on their own and do that in their own time. Um, I don't want. I don't really stress about. It. It's a big deal. But I mean, how do you? What do you do? You know what I mean? Yeah. You just have to just step up there, knock them down, and and keep it moving. Yeah, Stephen Adams got to put in a little extra work though. We talked about it. All right, just get the ball out of his hands. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) no man, ain't no fixing that shit. I don't think.